It's time for This Week in WordPress, episode number 280, entitled Opportunity for Failure. It was recorded on Monday the 18th of December 2023. My name's Nathan Wrigley and this week I am joined by three fabulous guests. I'm joined by Michelle Frechette, by Tammy Lister and Slobodan Manich. We're going to talk about WordPress, but what specifically? Well, we get into the roadmap for WordPress 6.5. There's a lot to unpack and that dominates our conversation. We move on to what was mentioned in the state of the word. That is Matt Mullenweg's address where he talks about the things that have happened in the last year as well as some of the things that's going to happen in the future. There's a page where you can now find all of the WordPress events all over the globe on a simple map. WordCamp Europe, they need speakers and sponsors and media partners. And so we get into that conversation as well. The WordPress project is not going to be moving over from Slack to Matrix after all. And we discuss why that might be. Tammy gets into the conversation about the admin UI overhaul. What does that mean and what does she imagine it's going to have in the future? Also, some new guidelines for what themes can do in the onboarding process. It feels like it's tightening up on the bits and pieces that they can show to you. We also mentioned some of the things that we're doing over at WP Builds. And then we get into some errata, some not WordPressy stuff to do with Facebook, Threads, Meta, Mastodon, ActivityPub, as well as, well, a little puzzle about color. It's all coming up next on This Week in WordPress. And cheers. I hope you have a nice holiday. This episode of the WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by Omnisend, the top-rated email and SMS marketing platform for WordPress. More than 100,000 merchants use Omnisend every day to grow their audience and sales. Ready to start building campaigns that really sell? Find out more at www.omnisend.com. And by GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more at go.me forward slash WP builds. Hello. Hi, 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 hi. Hello there. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are in the world. It is episode number 280 of this week in WordPress. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to talk about WordPress uh, and all the bits and pieces from the last week. It does what it says on the tin. Uh, I'm joined, joined this week by three a fabulous guest, two of them new to this show. Let's start though with a returning guest, Michelle Frechette, who comes on quite a lot, I have to say. Thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Michelle, if you've not seen this show before, uh, is the Director of Community Engagement for Stella WP at Liquid Web. In addition to her work at Stella WP, Michelle is the podcast barista at WP Coffee Talk co-founder of Underrepresented in Tech, creator of WP Career Pages, also the creator of WPSpeakers.com. You should check that out. It's really good. Uh, director of Community Relations at PostStatus.com and a frequent organizer and speaker at WordCamp events. Sorry, WordPress events. She lives outside Rochester, New York, and takes lots of pictures of nature. Uh, the other website which she's got is called meetmichelle.com online. So thank you for joining us once more, Michelle. Absolutely. Appreciate it. 
And we're also joined by uh, Slobodan Manik. Is that right? Have I said your name right? You almost did, yes, but that almost. is good enough. Slobodan Manic, but I'm not going to force you to say okay. that. Really. <laughs> oh, well, that's very kind of you. I appreciate you coming on the show for the first time in the, the sort of run-up to Christmas. That's great. Thank you. Slobodan is a growth strategist at Maxima. Um, he also hosts the No Hacks Show podcast, which I presume you can go and find with your search engine of choice. And I just want to thank Michelle for putting my bio to shame. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Michelle's Michelle's bio is always... Uh, I write bios day. professionally, so... <laughs> one day I am going to do later. Michelle's bio in one breath, but it will probably be my last. So, uh, I tried to get you to do that once. You're like, no, I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, I realized it was folly. Um, also joining us for the first time on this show is Tammy Lister. Hello, Tammy. Hello. It is very nice to have you. Tammy's also gone for the minimalist... Uh, bio as well. Yeah. She is the developer at Impside. Did I get that right? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, and is also a core contributor to WordPress. So if if nothing else, in we're in deep debt uh, for that. I'm wearing a Christmas hat. It may not last that long. I'm also suffering browser crashes. Uh, I don't know why that is, but my Mac decided over the last seven or eight days that it was going to crash periodically. Well, it was going to crash the browser periodically so let's pray if i disappear um michelle it's on you <laughs> okay we'll just keep talking you just keep happy talking. christmas yeah you can just keep talking and i will come I've, right I've back i've never had a problem filling dead it's air it's yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um if you fancy a little bit of housekeeping if you fancy joining us in the chat we would a love that it really does make the show genuinely much more interesting um it's just lovely when people make the effort to do that i appreciate it and if you would like to do that, probably the best place to send people, get onto your Twitter or Facebook or whatever, send them here, wpbuilds.com forward slash live. If you go there, you can comment you using the YouTube comments, so you need to be logged into a Google account. That's on the right. But also, if you look inside the actual video player, top right, that looks like top left because everything's backwards. It's top right um, is a little box. It says live chat and you can see every comment from any platform over there, not just the one that you're logged into. So there's that wpbuilds.com forward slash live. If you're joining us from Facebook, uh, you have to do this, go to wave.video forward slash lives forward slash Facebook. Otherwise you are entirely anonymized. We just get this picture of an icon of a face and we don't know who you are and your name doesn't come across. That's fine. You can do that if you like, but, um, you know, why not tell us who you are? Uh, so thank you, Cameron Jones, joining us all the way from Australia, I'm guessing. Uh, good evening, good morning, depending on your definition. Yeah. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, am I cold by any chance? Says Ka Yes. I live in the UK. It's basically cold all the time. I live in the north of it, north of England, so it's pretty much dismal and dismal and dark. No doubt um, somebody's going to join us from Connecticut in a moment and tell us what the weather is like there. <laughs> You'll see, uh, Tammy, you'll see Slobodan. <laughs> Peter will no doubt drop in. He usually does. Uh, we've still got snow in Toronto, says Rob Cairns. Very nice. I'd like a bit of snow. Had some snow over the last week, but it's all gone, sadly. And now we've got slush. It's a WordPress podcast, so should we talk about WordPress? How does that sound? Sure. Okay. All right. If we must. Quickly, <laughs> I should turn away the last one with the, with the little slide about the... Which color, which color is darker? Okay, here we go. So first of all, a bit of self-promotion. This is our website. Look at it, wpbuilds.com. 
It says Nathan Wrigley and David Wormsley present the WP Builds podcast. That's not true. He left me this week after seven years. He, he's gone. He's done a runner. Uh, Dirty rat. Yeah, he's no longer <laughs> using WordPress. Uh, he's going to be using the the W3C spec, CSS and HTML. And with that in mind, he's decided no more WP Builds podcast. However, wait until January the 4th. He sort of snuck his way back in. Uh, but he, you can so find out he, about that. He did a reverse Paul Lacey. Is that what I just heard? He's to he became a tra traitor and then he untraitered himself. That's right. That's <laughs> what he did. Um, but he he's not gone, but he's gone, if you know what I mean. But anyway, it, it was lovely for seven years to do the podcast with him. And uh, yeah, I'm sure that we'll, we'll keep in touch in one way, shape or form. Anyway, that's WP Builds. Uh, if you want to know what we're doing, uh, we've done quite a bit over the last few weeks. Head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash schedule. And we've got this calendar. Uh, so, for example, this week, we've got a, a webinar with uh, Leo Lozovich, um, all about Gato GraphQL, his fab, like properly clever GraphQL plugin. Uh, you can join us on uh, Wednesday at one o'clock in the afternoon, and that'll be the fourth out of five. But look, look at this. This never happens. I've got two weeks off because it's Christmas. I'm wearing a hat and I'm having a holiday. Um, so we're going to, after this week has gone, that's it. We're going to put the tools down and just be back to normal for a couple of weeks. I'm sure you're all going to cope. Uh, we did a podcast episode with um, Anne and Jacob from uh, Grade Suite. It was all about how they're building accessibility in their suite of WordPress blocks and other things. You could check that out. Right, I'm nearly done with the uh, promotional bit. And we talked about cumulative layout shift with Sabrina Zidane in our eighth episode of Speed It Up. That was really cool. We took on the techcrunch.com website, which is the most cumulatively layout shifty website ever. Uh, go to go on a mobile to techcrunch.com and try to click something in the first second. I challenge you. You will fail because it will move. Um, and we also did... Uh, another webinar with the guys at Bluehost about their Wonder Suite series. And they've got this AI called Wonder Help, and it's intended to get your clients on board and get their questions answered quickly. Anyway, that's the self-promotional stuff. Here we go. Anne McCarthy has written a giant article uh, in the last, well, not quite week, seven days or so, 10 days, all about the roadmap to WordPress 6.5. Oh, holy moly. Um, there's a lot. I mean, genuinely, this, I am sure she tried to cut it down and I love Anne deeply, uh, but there's just so much to put in. So I'll try and cover it off as quickly as I can. Just the, just the headline pieces. And then we'll hand it over to our panelists to tell us what they like. She gives us some screenshots and a little video about maybe what the font library will be like. And actually, I like it. It looks really great, really easy to use. If you're an impression of what the font is going to be in your website, think media library, but just for fonts, you've got the idea. So hopefully that will drop in 6.5. This is my favorite, the ability to sync specific blocks and attributes of patterns. So I'm just going to quote, building upon sync patterns, partial sync library allows users to ensure a synced layout and style across patterns while allowing each instance of that pattern to have customized content. So I don't know, imagine you're a, real estate website or something, and you want there to be a standard card for a house that's being sold, you can now do that. 
you can drop it in people your customers or clients whatever could change the text but all the imagery and the border radius and everything about it would stay the same and obviously if you changed it once all the similar cards would change so i just think that's really cool uh, section specific theme.json and colorways i won't go into that um more support for classic themes with uh, blocks, which is kind of nice. And da, 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 that is what. Oh, this is also another favorite uh, a real rethink of the revisions options in WordPress. So if you're watching this on video, you can see there's a little idea here about um, what the current state is. It's like a Kanban view in a way. So you can sort of see a little bit more about what has happened over the last period of time. And thank goodness, this is another one of my favorites, the navigation block, the overlay. You're going to have options to style that. So think about a website that you've built with a block-based theme at the moment, the, uh, the, the ways that you can alter the, 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 the menu which slides in or the overlay, if you like, have been limited, and that's going to be altered so that you can change that. APIs, interactivity API, custom fields API, block binding API, more compatibility with uh, PHP. And uh, yeah, well done, Anne. Well done, team, for the roadmap. I'm out of breath. It's over to you. Take Anybody break. interrupt as you see fit. It's a lot there. Yeah, I think it's important to remember that this is everything that could get done, but it's not to say everything that will get done. Right. And this release also is always going to be a little bit bigger because everyone has the holidays and everyone has there's always a longer time period as well i love that it starts that seed of the foundational experience um nice i like that terminology as well rather than a redesign or redo or anything i like the foundational experience as a framing i i think that's really nice and also that it takes things like revisions it takes things like the navigation a mobile overview, which exists already and iterates them and makes them more extendable and more useful. So I've seen people have to like work around the existing um, situation and this offers them the potential not to have to do that because it uh, kind of takes something that's solid and then allows you to kind of customize it easier. So yeah, I just love that foundational experience. Yeah, well. nice. That was a nice way of putting it. I am um, whenever I think about like like OS updates, like I don't know, Mac OS or Android or whatever it may be, iOS. It feels like it's really hard to innovate in that space anymore. It's really difficult mm -hmm. for those companies to actually come up with something which you go, "Ooh, that's exciting." We don't seem to have that problem uh, in WordPress. It seems like. There's a laundry list there for 2025, and there's a lot that's going to change. Maybe that means that there was a lot that needed improving, but it, I, I'd, I'd just get excited because there's absolutely tons that could happen in the next year. Slobodan, did you want to add anything? Uh, yes, I think what you said about syncing patterns and blocks, that experience is, is I'm, I'm not going to say crucial, but very important in the future. Also, custom fields API and and uh, what is block binding API that hopefully makes its way uh I see that as having potential of having an impact the same way custom fields had 10, 12, how many ever years ago it was. Because now you're not just copying patterns and blocks and making them the same everywhere. There's dynamic content inside them that you can control and that, that you can, I think, edit from the blocks as well. You can add, you will be able to edit the custom field from the block directly. I think that opens a whole new layer of possibilities. 
I wouldn't say it, it's evolutionary. It's a remix of what has been done 10 years ago, but it's a beautiful remix in a more modern way, I would say. Yeah, there's certainly a lot to look forward to. And thank you, Anne, as always, for keeping on top of it all and uh, writing all of that up for us. That's great. Okay, we'll turn to the the thing which happened, which is probably most interesting in the community this week, the one single event, and that was the, the State of the Word Address from Matt Mullenweg. It took place in, I want to say, Madrid. But I, yeah, was it? Okay, great. I did watch it, but I've just forgotten. Um, and yeah, Matt Mullenweg got on stage along with a variety of other people, including Matthias Ventura and um, Josefa also was on the stage. But this is a little write-up in the GoDaddy on the GoDaddy um, website, and I've just highlighted a few things which I thought were worthy of attention. If you don't, if you've never seen it before, state of the word is kind of like a summation of what has happened. So a lot of it is staring back over the last year, and then there's a, a portion of it which is staring forwards into the future to try and to just to try and tell in easy to understand language what may happen. And here's some things in terms of the community. This is all very encouraging. 70 word camps took place in 33 countries. I can't remember the exact numbers, but the numbers from previous years, I, I, if memory serves, I think they were lower. So I think we're going sort of slightly up again. A uh, yep. big drop for the obvious reasons of the pandemic. Um, and then slowly but surely, it seems to be becoming more normal to attend those events again. Three and a half, sorry, 3,300 gatherings. Um, so that could include all sorts of different events. Uh, including school days, uh, kids camps and youth camps. Really great. I tried to sit my kids down and teach them WordPress. It didn't go well, but um, clearly, <laughs> clearly teachers around the world uh, are, are up to the task. Two and a half thousand organizers made this possible. There was also mention of the annual meetup survey. And if you want to get your uh, opinion heard about the state of WordPress events in the future, because there is a there is a big endeavor. I think we're still calling them next gen events. There is a big endeavor to to change the way that those events take place. Maybe make them mono subject or something along those lines, so you can get your uh, get your thoughts uh, shared there. One thousand three hundred and thirty nine new contributors to WordPress this year, which is just a again a huge total. There's lots of other things. I'm just going to slide through them. I hope that's all right. There's um, a new showcase page, which was highlighted, and the new enterprise page, which was also highlighted. By the way, if you want to get the skinny on the showcase page, tune into the WP Tavern podcast that I did with Nick Diego, where he shares what's, what's going on there and why it's going on. Anyway, you can see it on the screen. It's very nice. Uh, Openverse is more than just a search engine, it said. It's a broad part of the WordPress, eco WordPress family. Uh, there were some updates on that. I can't actually remember what they were. Playground got a bit of a mention. So Playground is the tool where you can install WordPress into your browser. It takes about 0.8 of a second for it to happen. It's an utterly remarkable technology. If you ask me to explain it, I would have to cower in a corner because I haven't the faintest idea how it works. It's magic is what I would say. Um, but there's going to be a lot of implementation of that over the next year and also um, making hopefully plugins and themes available in playground on the wordpress.org website as well uh, there was a lot of talk about the 2024 theme but we've done that lots in the future so i'm going to leave it there except this one thing uh data liberation uh, obviously wordpress would love to continue to grow 
I think there's this aspirational target to get to 85% of the web. Uh, okay. Um, that seems like quite a large, a large target, but there you go. Um, but the idea is why not make it easier for people who are using other solutions? So that might be Squarespace or Wix or whatever it may be, uh, to be able to bring their data in, click a button, wait a moment. And for all of your current website to become a WordPress website. So there's going to be a lot of work, uh, done on data liberation as well. I'm done again. I'm out of breath. Do you guys want to add anything well, to that? I do. I want to say, if you go scroll back down to WordCamp Asia, they've mm -hmm. started to announce speakers. And one of our guests today has already been announced. Tammy will be speaking at WordCamp Asia. What's your, did you go last year, Tammy? No, I didn't go last year. It's have you, my first WordCamp Asia as well. Have you spoken to people who did go? Uh, yeah, it seems like it really cheap. In fact, I was due to go to the first one that didn't happen. Oh. So I'm very excited to finally go to WordCamp Asia. So, I, I yeah. didn't go. I mean, I tuned in and watched it, but it, it seems to be the, the WordCamp from last year, you know, the flagship WordCamp that got everybody's mm -hmm. jaws loose. Everybody was talking about it in really it was amazing. quite, mm -hmm. But why? Why was it amazing? Like, what was I, I different? Part of it was that it was the first big, big WordCamp back. I mean, that we'd had, I shouldn't say that. We'd had had um, Europe last year as well, but yeah. it was the first time. So it was the first time we were meeting in Asia as WordCamp Asia because previously had been canceled. It was, the venue was perfect. The size of the crowd was perfect. The layout of the venue was perfect. You had to walk through the... Uh, vendor area to get to anything else. So people were constantly saying hello and seeing one another. Um, and every, every bit of attention was paid to accessibility, which was phenomenal from my standpoint, of course. And just, just the vibe, the whole, I, I hate to use the word vibe. I sound like I, you know, raised in the seventies, which I was, but uh, the whole, <laughs> the vibe was just amazing. Yeah. Just, it, it was just so everything you could think of was thought of and accommodated for. I, I remember talking to people who were organizing it prior to organizing it. And, and obviously, you know, they were really engaged in that whole thing, but they kept saying, we're going to try and do things differently. And I kept thinking, what could you do differently? That's going to be, that's going to like, you know, move the needle to make okay. people rave about it. But whatever they did seems to have been infectious. There was something I, in the water there. I think. Can I share a perspective of yeah, my colleagues do. who went there from Aximed? Uh, the, the first impression they had is it's a lot more business oriented. It's, huh. it's a, a lot more adult than some of the work camps that we usually go to Europe, US. And that was that was like the biggest thing because work camps, yes, they are about business, but they're a social event slash business event. And they have been for what's 10 years, 15 years. This was like a I'm not going to say a proper event because that makes work camps not a proper event, but it was a like a more business oriented event. Hmm. Interesting. And you you enjoyed it for that reason. Uh, it wasn't me. It was a few ah, of my colleagues okay. who went there. Yep. I, I was there and I, and I wouldn't have said that. I would okay. not have said it was more business work. But I think you get what you're looking for as well, right? Probably, so perhaps, probably, yes. Perhaps if they were looking to make those connections. But I, I made lots of connections there. I made connections for Stellar WP. I made all kinds of opportunities. Um, my talk went really well, was well attended, which doesn't always happen at a lot of WordCamps, right? People are like, oh, I'll catch it on the online and I'm going to go talk to my friends. So those kinds of things were very exciting um, to have happen as well. Well, Tammy, you've uh, you've got not that long 
to uh, when is it? It's it's not that far away. It's, it's, it's a March. March. Yeah, yeah, it's really really it's soon. A little bit of time. Oh, yeah, good. enough time to it, get it written. Yeah. It happens over International Women's Day as well, so it's going to be exciting yeah. to see women on the stage. Okay, so I'm that was. Bring- Sorry. So can I bring us back to the state of the There's one bit yeah. we kind of skipped over, which was the data bit. There's one, and everyone's excited about like the exporters and the importers. I'm really excited about the Figma to blog. Oh, tell us more. I'm Go on. Yeah. So excited. So one of the like problems because humans is between having this design in Figma or Figma's a tool that a lot of people use to create a uh, design, um, love it or, lo- or not, uh, and then handing it over and saying, now make it into WordPress. Uh, that's That often leads to not great conversations or some exciting workflows and different uh, solutions that maybe in an agency or in a freelance or scale it however you want that you have to work around. Having a unified method for this, or at least a option, <laughs> For this, um, even if it's just a simple exporting that just exports into a theme JSON or just exports uh, into more managing of this. And part of this is also like theme tools and ha- having a better way of doing that is going to be fundamental in having better conversations. Often the first conversation is, uh, this is what we own, this is what we own. And it's not a great kind of um, uh, handover. We talk about design handovers. That's not a great start to a project uh, so you'll be able to have these better conversations better talking blocks easier i mean we can think there'd be a magic button that you press that might be a little way off um oh, be nice that, like. <laughs> it may not be because honestly there's already things like json um because of the way that figma has variables and the way that things are set up in figma it's kind of thinking that way anyway so really it's not that far to be able to think about it in the form of components and in the form of being able to export you can already export to json quite easily um so it's super exciting for me figma i'm guessing i mean i i said it a few times i have the design skills of a potato um potatoes are pretty good at design because well, uh, okay. you can cut them when you're a child and make like prints in that case so. a particularly bad potato um <laughs> a really useless potato that's what it's like when i design things but you were saying before the call started that this is the tool now this is like the the hot thing um it's, it's kind of one of the standards yeah. just because uh i mean it's still owned by adobe <laughs> yeah, they got 20 million or something usually <laughs> bought it um everyone was like with figma thinking that they went adobe and then adobe purchased them um, but really it is just easier for collaboration across teams. Uh, it is, um, it is a tool designed for product design rather than a tool designed to manipulate photographs, which is what Photoshop is. Um, so it's designed to do the job that it's doing. Um, uh, so yeah, it's the tool that most people find easier to do it's that. It's kind with. of an interesting one that, isn't it? Because it's not, it's not really getting a website which already exists, if you know what I mean. It's, it's bringing in a design. So that's yeah. slightly different. I'm just going to raise onto the page the the data liberation guides. So I'm guessing that these are the things that they're going to be targeting and presumably yeah. they're to do with market share and things like that. So let's just put those on the screen. Uh, sorry, it's very small type. And then the tools is the Figma one, which is Yeah. Okay. So we've got Avada to core blocks. We'll get onto that in a minute. Let's do the WordPressy ones first. Uh, blogger to WordPress. Contentful. I don't know anything about that to, to WordPress. Uh, Drupal to WordPress. I'll stop saying to WordPress. HTML, 
Uh, RSS, RSS. Mm, that's neat. interesting. Uh, Squarespace, Tumblr, Wix, WooCommerce product, uh, WordPress to WordPress. So that's just migration, I guess. Um, and then we got these other ones, which is I- I'm interested what you think about this, particularly Michelle. When we get to one of these, the Cadence one. So these are already existing WordPress solutions, and it's trying to get you into core blocks, the land of blocks, not the land of page builders. So Avada. Um, da, 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 let's go down. Divi, uh, Elementor, Cadence. Look at the right hand side. Uh, look, at the list of what look at what it says it does, right? So WP Bakery is yeah. taking it two core blocks. Divi is taking it two core blocks. Elementor is just improving the comparison chart. So it's going to say, like, it's already hmm. using, it's already using blocks. Yeah, interesting. Okay. So that is an exciting development. But um, yeah, the idea that you can obviously, you know, tell your clients what have you. Don't worry. If you're on Drupal, we got you covered. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see how that goes. But that is a big development. And uh, thanks for your input there, Tammy. Anything? I almost want to start. I almost want to start a Wix blog just to watch and see how it migrates. Like not actually publish it or anything, but like just play with it. Like I have a week off between Christmas and the year, maybe. Maybe Maybe I'll do that. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just going to see if there's anybody coming to the comments. There's, oh, here you are. Just to restore normality, Michelle, you know how important Peter. it is to, uh, to get the weather <laughs> forecast from Connecticut. Uh, he's here. Oh, thank goodness for that. I was, <laughs> I was worrying. Uh, crazy weather. Minus 17 centigrade for the love of Mullenweg. What the heck? Um, with heavy rain, gusty winds, lots of power outages and trees down. Many schools throughout the state are closed today. Peter Ingersoll, you are going above and beyond even joining us. Thank you so much. And Courtney, there's Courtney. Uh, we were looking at your article a moment ago, Courtney. I, I, hope, I hope you noticed that. Uh, da, 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 da. She also says, out of the flagship events, WordCamp Asia really was the best uh, event location, including speaker-sponsored dinners and after-party. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. So there's a nice, uh, nice update on that. WC Asia had Wapu stuffies. I don't know what a stuffy is. It's a stuffed um, animal. Oh, it's, it's a, a toy. Stuff. Okay. Uh, which you don't find at other events. So for that reason alone, come on, W WordCamp EU. Fly to Taipei just for that. Lift your stuffy game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, also, the encouragement to wear cultural attire for the after party was amazing. That is amazing. I wish I'd been there now. Um, Taiwan. Mean, you were. Your face well, was in there. 2D plastic format apparently yeah i won't tell everybody what that was about anyway there's the guides uh hopefully in the near future you'll be able to implement those so i think we've i think we've done the uh state of the word let's move on um i just want to raise this as a thing it it may not be a particularly long piece but here we go there is a new wordpress events page we've just been talking about events and you can find it over at the very easy to remember URL, events.wordpress.org. Um, and it's really just, you know, a map with faceted search so that you can drill down into where you are in the world and what have you. So, for example, I'm in the UK and you can see that, well, sa- sadly, WordPress is not, is not what it once was uh, in the UK. It's looking, <laughs> that used to be dots everywhere. Uh, there's now only four. Oh, bless us. Um, but in other parts of the world, WordPress is still going strong. So if you're in a part of the world and you fancy uh, checking out what's well, going on. Well, we had a WordCamp last year, yeah. this year. We finally had our first WordCamp. And I think uh, different con- it shows different countries are t- doing it at a different pace, right? I think that's important to yeah. remember. 
That was the one, right? WordPress Northeast. Was that the one you were meaning? Uh, it was. No, it was no, the one are, in. It was the one in Whitley up. Bay, wasn't yeah, it? Was it was yeah, Whitley Did Bay. you go? Yeah, it was super. What was awesome. it like? It was really nice just to have a work camp. It was. It was like the smaller work camps again in, and I think that's probably the answer to um, our work camps because England had the problem, or the UK had the problem with them getting a bit big um for our communities and i think um we we do have a smaller community um so it's really important and our problem is uh london and other cities are just too expensive to have these events um because the cost of things and things so it's just better for us to have the small remote ones and it, it exposes culture to those areas and yeah more of those please i think i think also what you're seeing in the map corresponds to what's upcoming in the list below Right, what's happened in the past. So okay, yeah. okay. So that's what's going to happen in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's really nice about the list too, if you scroll down, Nathan, you'll see that it tells you whether it's online. So if you're looking to attend from a remote location, you can find uh, an event that would work for you. For example, my my meetups are still online. I haven't scheduled next year yet, but and we have people attend. I actually have more people attend from australia that i do from my local really? community that's so cool that's <laughs> it's not, people it's from not australia cool. and only two of us and, and people from all over the united states and canada have a tendency to come to mine because it's all online and they can meet people and have great conversations so there's opportunities especially if you're in a remote area that doesn't have a meetup this shows you better than trying to search on meetup.com where you're just kind of guessing where like a location because it's, it's not as pinpointed as this so this is a wonderful way to see what's coming up, not only WordCamps, but also, you know, the um, meetups and things that you might want to attend. Who's responsible for adding uh, events here? Yeah, I, I, can, I can think of two that are not there. That, that uh, are so what it does is, it's, I believe it's pulling off of meetup.com, anything right. that's an official event. Mm. So if you, have a, if you have a chapter of a WordPress a meetup that's official, it's a sponsored by WordPress.com or WordPress.org, it would show okay. up here. If it's okay. not, okay. it may not. Got it. Uh, I'm in Porto, by the way, the, the lovely WordCamp Europe venue. There's a meetup and there's a WordCamp in four months and uh, and I don't, don't see them. That's why I'm asking. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how far forward it goes either. So there's, okay. Okay. there's a lot I don't know about it, but... Mm-hmm. Slobodan, I don't know if we've had this conversation. Do you live anywhere near Bob? Uh, he's this way... Two kilometers away, I would oh. say. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yes. yeah. It wouldn't be healthy for me to live anywhere near Bob. I Why? Feel it would be, well, there'd be too much going out and uh, consumption okay. things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the video of all the wine coming down the road at Porto when that <laughs> vet? That would be you and he at the bottom of the yeah. <laughs> yeah. with your it, containers. It, actually, <laughs> n- nothing good would come of living close to Bob um, <laughs> from my perspective. Okay. That's anyway. It's there. Events.wordpress.org. If you want to see, so it would appear things that are coming up. Um, it's a good place. I mean, I guess especially if you have moved country or something like that, or you're just new to the community. Uh, there it all is in a in a nice, easy to use and easy to search map. Okay. Uh, right. Let's move on. Speaking of WordCamp and Europe, this is there's two things. Uh, there's a call for sponsors for WordCamp Europe. It's over at europe.wordcamp.org. Just look, search for the you know the newest post. But uh, it's the usual drill. If you have a company and you'd like to be part of that event, it's happening in Torino this year. I have actually forgotten the dates, but I think it's May. Is it May? June. Nobody? 
June, thank you. Uh, happening in June this year and all sorts of different sponsor options as normal. I, I think like the whole next gen thing isn't touching the flagship events. So you'll probably get what you've had in the past. So there's nothing, no surprises there. But also there is a, a recall for speakers. Um, so this has been extended, if you like. So if you fancy being a part of that experience from a speaker's point of view, then uh, this is what they're looking for. They're after 45-minute long talks. They're after people to do 10-minute lightning talks. Also, people to take workshops on. That's more interactive where you do things with the participants in the room, not just speak toward them. And also uh, people to be members of panels as well. So again, links to all of those will be in the show notes tomorrow. Any of you want to add anything to that? I'll just say one thing. 2013, Tammy was, when I saw you on stage talking, tale of the theme, tale of a theme, story of a theme, whatever it was, and that was a great presentation. I remember that. Yep. Nice. <laughs> so that, and I was would my also, first big work oh, in. Wow, thank you. I would encourage anyone to speak. You might think when people are standing up on stage at their experience or their fire, I get nervous every time I speak, and I think most people do when they speak, um, and just you never know where your life will go from speaking. Um, so if you slightly feel like you would want to do it because you can also get some support in mentoring and uh, learning, um, you never know that you could do it from a 10-minute one. So you never yeah. know where it will lead you. Um, yeah. So yeah. just taking that first talk is is really exciting to nice. kind of knows. Yeah. And the nice thing, I think, from the point of view of those events is that the the crowd, if you're going to cut your teeth on speaking in public, the yeah. crowd is 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 not like the normal crowd, is it? If you've not attended those events before. No, are... I've spoken at WordPress and non-WordPress events, and I would choose WordPress events every single yeah. time. It's, a, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like speaking amongst yeah. friends versus speaking amongst space scary things. Right. And they're still friends, but they're also scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel I feel I a clap is coming your way, whatever happens, you know. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just so that we put the record straight, uh, Peter is not about to die in minus 17 degrees Fahrenheit. I wondered about that because yeah, 62 that, that, is just that yeah, minus I, don't, I was waiting for his little nose, like you need like a knitted nose thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Fahrenheit, but I realized that minus 17 like Fahrenheit is, it's like, yeah, it's like being yeah. on the moon or something. Uh, not, not, it's a 17. Uh, so it's quite warm <laughs> December. So he's turned that around. Um, da -da -da, Atif is joining us and saying, uh, they only showed about one minute about the admin dashboard. We'll come on to that actually. Uh, we've got a few things to say about the admin dashboard. Be very interesting to see more about what's planned. Yeah, there's a few pieces, uh, that we'll come to later. Um, and oh, oh, hiya. I think you pronounced that. Uh, hi there. Um, nice to see you. Um, I heard about how much everyone loved the stuff WAPU. I've put some thought into how we do that for WordCamp EU. Okay, so they've already lifted their stuffy game. They're thinking. Uh, <laughs> great to find more sustainable stuffies. Uh, and then raises this as an idea. What about I recycling? That idea. That's Word amazing. Shirts. Bring your old shirt that you're not going to. That wear. Were bags made of t shirts because you can make t shirt bags. There's like. Oh, yeah. Thousands of YouTube videos, like build a bear. Yeah. Okay, we've 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 got the solution. More stuffies made of t-shirts. This is the answer. I think the first stuffie was WordCamp US 2016. 
Okay. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. It's probably it's going grey by the now. second one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the WordCamp e Paris one that had a baguette? Oh, mm-hmm. oh there were country humans in Paris, and it had like a little beret as well. It was oh, how wonderful! <laughs> I don't know what Torino is is famous for. Does anybody know what mm. Torino is famous for? I can't summon it off the top of my head, but yeah, that whatever that is, the Wafu needs that thing. Uh, okay, so yeah, please, please, please. Uh, if, as Sammy says, you've got an intuition, racing like track, to speak. isn't it? A racing track. Isn't yeah? It's gonna be hard to get a racing track. <laughs> it could be in a little car. Steering wheel. I think. <laughs> yeah, chocolate yeah. as well. Yeah. It's over to you, WordCamp EU organising team. You have to let us know. Anyway, call for speakers is out. Call for sponsors is out. Let's make that event truly memorable. Um, yeah, brilliant. Okay, so if you are into putting images on your website, you may have cro- come across OpenVerse as a bit of a thing. I, I always get. In my head, I always get confused between OpenVerse and the, the the photo directory, if you like, and I, I really should do a better job of not crossing the wires in my head. Um, but OpenVerse, Michelle, correct me if I'm wrong, OpenVerse was taken on by the WordPress Foundation, or was it automatic? I'm not sure, like a year ago or a little while ago, and the content isn't held on an automatic or a WordPress property. It's just like a, a it's like a silo of all the places where you can find free and open technology. Can I is that right? That sounds right, but I don't know the exact history of it. So that's okay. So long as I'm adjacent the, to <laughs> But the WordPress photo directory participates in the open verse, not the other way around. So right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um but obviously if you've got a project like that and that project is surfacing images then there's problems in terms of what the content will be that's being served up. So you can imagine, oh, I don't know, um, content that's inappropriate for young children, that kind of thing. So there's been a little bit of an effort recently, and you can find it on the make.wordpress.org forward slash openverse blog. Um, They're they're trying to filter out that content so that it's suitable Mm -hmm. for everybody. The intention, just by reading it, is that the default, if you just visit it for the first time, all the the guardrails will be switched on so that you don't see the content. But curiously, this is kind of interesting, and I don't know if this is the default, but this is, if you're looking at the screen, this is what you may see. Um, We're looking at the... Imagine you're inserting an image into a WordPress post and you've got the, the sort of sidebar on the left invoked and you're looking at some images. Um, it's showing you things that exist, but have been sort of like the opacity has been turned like right up so that it's kind of blanked out. So you know there's an image there, but you've got to turn the moderation off in order to see it. I guess Google and their images, they just don't show it, right? The intention is you'll never see that that image exists. This appears to be a slightly different approach to it. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's, what's the word I'm after there? What is that effect? It's gone all fuzzy. It's, uh, obfuscating. It, it, there you go. It's, ob, they've obfuscated it. Thank you. Um, they've obfuscated it, but you know, think of the children, uh, essentially. So this just seems like a, a really sensible thing. Anybody in a WordPress website, I'm sure that the majority of us mm-hmm. don't want to see that stuff, um, by default. So. Let's turn it off. Yeah. But for those that want to know it's of, existen- of its existence, it's there. Anything to interesting? With, yeah, with the WordPress photo directory, it's all we're all there's a team of moderators that moderate photos into it, and there's certain countries that won't even allow you to 
be shown images without your express consent of knowing what the image is prior to actually seeing the image. So, you, you know, whether it shows something war related or pornographic, et cetera, things like that, right? And so there are only certain countries that can even moderate those photos in the photo directory. So those are held for some of us who our country doesn't care what we see, the United States, um, and others that, you know, we I can approve it to be approved or I can just approve the photo itself. Um, and most of them are actually things like horses and uh, trees and things like that, that somehow AI says there might be something strange around about this, but... Um, I've only come across one or two photos where we've, where it truly was sensitive and uh, we did not approve it into the directory. I feel like we've got to quickly put on our superhero capes and uh, get Elliot Sowersby, who is in the comments, uh, get him to a WordCamp. Uh, he says, ah, I feel yes. nervous at the thought of going to a Word, uh, WordCamp event, never mind speaking at one. Elliot, fear not. It, uh, what can we say? It's so friendly. Can I reflect? I was so nervous my first WordCamp event and I took so many years before I attended a WordCamp event. I was a contributor for so many years because um, I was like, nope, 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 comfortable <laughs> not going anywhere, yeah. um, happy communicating behind my keyboard um, in a beautiful way. And I was super welcomed the moment I did. Um, and then I spoke at a local event and then, yeah. <laughs> uh, so find a buddy, yes, you're going to feel nervous, uh, because you might just be a nervous human. I am. I feel nervous walking to the end of my road. Um, but it can be good nerves and it can be, you know, that there are multiple people feeling that way. Um, we have a community of a lot of amazingly nervous, happy people. So, yeah. Yeah. But fear not, Elliot. Elliot lives just down the road from me. I've never actually met him, but he lives about 15 miles away. Can go uh, to a meetup together. Yeah, yeah, I should bundle him into the back of the car when he's least expecting. No, that's not no? how this okay, no, nervous sorry. person feeling <laughs> nervous. I'm going to bundle him into the back of the car, Elliot. That's not Why? what's going to happen. I'll politely ask you. If you want to be bundled in. No, no, no. Just, just, just meet for tea. Just meet for just, tea, yeah, will you first? We'll have a, we'll have a small coffee. Uh, but the, the Elliot, seriously, I don't know if they're going to do the Whitley Bay one again, but they, uh, you could drive to my house and we could go from there. It's, you know, short. You can have a, a small, your first work camp could be just the two of you. Watch a work camp video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just a, a little private session. That sounds good. So fear not, Elliot. I, I, I sympathize with, uh, Tammy, because I, I have a little bit of that imposter syndrome as well. And I just went and I, I kind of did the lurking thing. I just lurked around a little bit and fell yeah. into some... Uh, we need a new word for lurking because oh, okay. it is a it's fine the, right. thing to do. Okay. And it sounds like a bad thing to okay. do. Yeah. And I, it's not. I was there. I didn't speak very much, but it, it all... And I met Paul Lacey, uh, who I've been friends with ever since. And yeah. so happy days. Uh, I'm... He's, he's definitely not a traitor in any way. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Michelle knows what I'm talking about. I'll get a text on Signal a bit later about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but come along, Elliot. That would be nice. We should go to one of those. Um, Cameron says that uh, the Brisbane one, they did plushies. I don't know what that is either. I'm guessing it's a that's a variation it's on It's the a... same, man. It's, okay. it's just different words for the okay, same thing. They did a, pl a, a, a wapu plushie. At Brisbane many years ago. Can't imagine the cost involved in doing it for a flagship event. Yeah, that's true. Make them out of t-shirts. Great idea. And then Courtney says there are quiet rooms and spaces mm -hmm. 
uh, to help if you I need love some the recording. quiet rooms. Yeah. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah. Or you can also wander around with headphones and I've done it and no one's ever like told me to take my headphones off at a webcam now. So I've done that quite happily. So. Oh, Elliot, like given me the good emoji, the crying with laughter emoji. We're, we're on. Uh, did we? Is that Lacey? Is that you, Paul? Uh, he says, we met at WordCamp Manchester. Did we? No, that's not true. You're wrong. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. You've got a better memory <laughs> than me. Uh, oh, I, feel, I feel bad now. If that is Paul, I'm very sorry. I apologize for everything I ever did. Uh, right, let's move on. Let's talk about some other bits and pieces. Okay, so this doesn't mean a lot to me because I'm not part of the the team that, you know, create the the code for WordPress or anything like that. But there's this project going on in the background called Matrix. Um, and Matrix, as I understand it, is is a, a tool that, that was it was hoped uh, would be moved to fairly soon, that um, the entire WordPress establishment, if you like, would start using Matrix as the tool of choice uh, in order to, to communicate with one another. Um, but it has been decided that that is going to be paused. Uh, that would actually be a very big decision to make, I'm guessing. But it I, it doesn't sound like it's coming from the point of view of technical problems or anything like that. It's more about the the usability in terms of accessibility um, of the platform and also concern about the licensing of that tool. Tammy, it sounded like you had an intuition or something that you... You knew a little bit about this, but uh... um, I, I think it's licensing and accessibility, yeah. so it's the same thing. I think um, it's it's good to stop using something if it's not going to work. I think it's a big thing to move, um, but if it's not going to work for the whole community, then that's also super good. It was involving having to get new different clients because um, you had to get like um, if you used the browser. Well, you had to kind of move. Um, I literally, a couple of days before, had finally just got the client to, to make my move over and then kind of change because it was the core was going there. Um, I think deciding once and for all where core goes and just staying with one thing is best. So I like the fact that it, we have, you know, it's been done and decided um, to stay there. Um, yeah, so that, that's kind of my thing. Um, I don't know if other people got theme, but if it's not going to work for everybody, we shouldn't go over there. That's that's my feeling. Yeah, that's a good point. I really struggle with Slack. That, 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 I don't know what it is. There's something about that UI that really doesn't Well, they keep work. on changing it. That's because they keep on moving, yeah. moving your cheese. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's, I don't know. And also the speed at which the WordPress Slack moves. You come and I don't know, 12 hours is in Have you started grouping your channel? So, group and mute is my best recommendation. No, but I'm going to write that mute. down. What was that called? Group and well, mute. Just start grouping I mean, your channels because you can group them into sections, but you can also mute channels. I strongly advise that you do that. Um, do not have to be everywhere at once because your brain would explode, uh, but start grouping them into things that you pay attention to. Okay, yeah. so I didn't know that I could do that. So I can I can declare a group of any name that I choose. I can and you then can create, I can put. I think two it's with... called sections. Okay. Um, I use emojis because it just makes me happier. Um, <laughs> and I have yeah. a little uh, here no evil uh, for all my new <laughs> channels. That's <laughs> neat. I love that little productivity <laughs> hacks. Okay, I'm going to try that and let's see go. if my. Uh, my, how to survive Slack, honestly. Really oh, <laughs> yeah, I find how to survive Slack is just to shut it down. That seems to be the, the very easiest oh. way. 
Um, okay, okay, so that's the decision. It's been made, and it sounds from this article as if the the decision has been made until at least twenty twenty, at the end of twenty twenty four. I can't remember the exact mm. sentence, but it said you know uh, for the next year we are not going to be doing anything with that. Okay, anything on that, Slobodan, or shall we move on? Not really. This was news to me that it was even a thing when yeah. I watched State of the World. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy. Uh, silencing my Slack conversations, like Tammy said, that's a great strategy if you want to stay mm -hmm. sane. Yeah, yeah. but yep, sectioning—I yep. I didn't know about that. Thank you. I think to me, it's more. Maybe. Sorry to reopen this whole thing. I think to me, it's, and I don't know what the answer is. There isn't an answer, I don't think. But it's just when I come back to something that I was looking at three or four days ago, just the length of stuff that I have yep. to go through, and there is no way of avoiding that. But I wish you there know were. What the answer is that oh. we shouldn't use Slack as documentation. We should actually use the mate vlogs more. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well that makes sense as well. Okay. There's a there's a quest for twenty twenty four. Or move over to Matrix. Don't mm. uh, almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we've made that this. Just start away. sending owls to each other with yeah, that's right. Oh, it <laughs> would be so much nicer, but slightly more messy, I feel. Um, for me it's one more communication channel to have to pay attention to, right? Because Slack isn't going away for all of the other things. Yeah. And so now if I have to also open Matrix on top of Slack, on top of Facebook, or on top of X, on top of LinkedIn, and all the places that in my job I have to be a part of, mm -hmm. then to add one more that I now have to remember to check on a regular basis, it just, it just builds That's that. why I took so long with doing it, because it was just like, oh, if, if I would yeah. have to, was what I was going through. Yeah. Um, but we don't have to for a year. Yeah. So there you a go. A little bit of a reprieve. Did you see a few, it was um, maybe as much as a few months ago now that Automatic have acquired a company called Texts. Mm -hmm. um, and Texts is a, a platform, uh, maybe it's on, uh, it's on, it's on the Mac. That's as much as I know. It's maybe mm -hmm. Windows and everything else as well, but it enables you to put all of the, all of the platforms into one place. So it does like Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, uh, Signal. Um, yeah, but it does have a fee. Is the only problem, right? So I was using it during the during the little free trial, and then yeah. as soon as it became uh, that I had to pay for it, I realised I personally I was happy having all the different bits and pieces open. In fact, in some way, it felt better having the different bits bits and pieces open because then I couldn't just close Slack, make that go away for a bit. Whereas with text, I didn't work out how to do that. I think but. it's curious, where is where is your friction versus payment, yeah. right? Like all of us have it. Like yeah. I will pay for some things, um, which yeah. others wouldn't, right? Like uh, that one for me was like, I'm not annoyed enough to pay for it. Yes. <laughs> it was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 that's right. For me, it was an interesting <laughs> experience trying it. And I did for a period of time. I liked the fact that they were all in one place and the, the notifications mm -hmm. were all bound in this one app. But then I did realize that I couldn't sort of, you know, I couldn't be um, granular in yeah. the things that I could shut off. So it didn't work for me. So uh, sorry about that. Um, okay. Oh, it was Belinda. It was Belinda that I met at WordCamp Manchester. Well, hi, Belinda. Um, oh, nice to, nice to hear from you again. That's lovely. Uh, Atif says he's tried texts. Sadly, didn't like it so promptly on installs. That hey, was my get, experience also. You don't get long if you're selling software, do you? If you're, ven if you're a vendor yeah. of software, you literally get like three minutes. Is it any good? Mm, no, it's gone. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for sharing that. Cute. Right, let's move on. Tammy wants to, uh, wants to cover this, I think, quite a bit. Uh, I was thinking I might bypass it, but we are going to finally get to the admin <laughs> redesign. 
This is actually a piece um, from Tom McFarlane, uh, but it could have been from a thousand different places. He's given some thoughts on the admin redesign. Um, he says, for example, uh, that he's excited about what's planned. He feels like it's going to be a much bigger but much easier to say that when we've been working with the current UI for so long, he's looking forward to seeing how hooks are going to be updated. He's looking forward to um, other things that have not been updated in quite a while. So, for example, the setting screen. Um, what he's really hoping for is that unlike, for example, Gutenberg for some people, the documentation wasn't enough. And so he's hoping that that all comes along for the ride. Uh, and he's also interested to see how plugins will interact. So that was his thoughts on it. But um, I'm going to hand it over to Tammy and see what her thoughts are. Yeah. So I, for me, it's about the design system that has been slowly, that's the foundational uh, kind of comment that was said, um, the foundational experience is about the that. And there's been a lot of work done, particularly in the Gutenberg repo on like how how do we take the component work? How do we roll that out? And that was starting back in Gutenberg, like uh, how do we kind of take that and then apply that throughout the whole of the application? There are areas of WordPress that have remained untouched for quite a long time. And um, that means they have quite a debt, <laughs> quite a lot of maintenance debt as a result of it, quite a lot of uh, issues with code. Um, issues with not using easily updated variables that causes problems from products that causes problems from extending them that causes just just there's so many from an agency from a product perspective so all of this is if you are looking for a project to be involved in open source or whatever you want a design system nowadays we kind of have one very hidden it's not super public um, and this is about being really public about having one and really um, open about having one. That doesn't mean it's just for designers, though. Often design system, people go, oh, because <laughs> of the design word. It's basically a system of reliable pieces that you can then extend. And that's what this is to me. I think just framing it as admin uh, isn't necessarily because it's something you would then be able to extend into your own products. And that kind of or experiences, which super excites me. Just you can depend on everything to extend. It is not going to be done in version, the next version of WordPress, the next version of WordPress. Um, but I would encourage anyone who extends or in any way, be it product or agency, to get involved and give feedback to those people who are making it because they are going to need to know where you need to hook, where you need to extend it. Because if they don't hear about it, they're not going to know to include it or keep it. So that's also part of the conversation. So, yeah, it's, I'm super excited. I've wondered it for such a long time. And yeah, I was saying about 20 minutes ago that I tried to teach my kids WordPress, and it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it wouldn't really matter whether it was at any point in the last decade, I don't think, really. Mm. It, it was the, one of the, the first thing which went wrong was what it looked like on the inside. And uh, this is ridiculous because my children, don't, they're not steeped in, like I said, I've got the skills of a potato. Uh, it's not like I've coached them in good UI and UX or anything like that, but mm -hmm. they just had a, this initial kind of like, oh, it's really old. Uh, what the heck? Because um, they've been brought up in the era of the iPhone and everything's super slick and beautiful and mm -hmm. glides well. And there's probably, you know, a lot of the bigger companies, at least anyway, they make decisions 
uh, almost yeah. overnight. You know, they can do whatever they want, whenever they want, and update whenever they want. And so it's it's a really but that's part experience. of it. Like the refresh is part of it. So yes, it will look fresh. We're going to have a new look of paint, and it's going to be all spick and span. It's going to be amazing. But then you can add your own. So if you're an agency, you could then have your own paint. You could mm. then have your own look. If you're, pro you can then, and it's really hard to do that today. It's a real extension. You think how easy it is to change theme JSONs? It could be yeah. easy to do that, to redo your version of WordPress, to reconfigure. So you could have a version of WordPress specifically for your client that you uh, go into the dashboard and it's exactly for your client, everything. And that's the future that you can live in when you have a reliable system. So it's moving that kind of thinking ahead. So that's what excites me, as well as we get all the new fancy. And then we can keep up to date with the new fancy because the reason it does look dated is it's really hard to update. Yeah. So why would you update it? Tammy, yeah. you said it's not going to happen in the future version, in the next version or the version after that. What's the timeline looking like here? Uh, I don't think anyone can reliably like predict unreliable I, 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 I'm not giving any dates <laughs> okay. one thing I have learned is never get um, I think fair. it's going to be fair. iterative I think it's probably going to be faster than anyone mm. thinks because a lot yeah. of it already there we already have button components we already have some really strong tickets in the Gutenberg repo of experimentation um, a lot of the underpinning work on um, just getting rid of the fluff and the extra things but then that has to be rolled out I love the fact it's looking at some of the views, um, some of the complicated table views, not tables, but yep. like data table views. Yeah. Um, because I think those are silently important in the, the way that we view things. Um, uh, I think having those opening to different things allows people to start creating different experiences and yep. thinking about how their plugin would do as well. Um, I would probably say at least most of this year is going to see a lot of different changes but then it's also testing it right okay. because yes a few people commenting over here but then getting people to have feedback because it's got to be created design agnostic whilst also having one design opinion so the design that releases has to be very new fresh and opinionated but it also has to be able to be unhooked really quickly as well mm -hmm. so that you can customize it your own way Sounds like a very simple process to me. It's so <laughs> simple. I mean, it's going to be done tomorrow, but there's super smart people doing it, so we're all good. They are beautiful and amazing. I talked to a few people about this, about the new admin, WP admin dashboard or whatever, and beyond some screenshots, nobody has any idea of what it's going to look like. Is there any way to see anything more? There's Yeah, there's several amazing tickets in the Gutenberg repo okay. uh, flagged about Right. Lots of this. Um, uh, Saxon has done some posts. WordPress design, curiously right. enough, would be a good place for people to go. <laughs> Make your WordPress design uh, has some good uh, commentary there. Mm -hmm. um, and I really would say start following that. Yes, it's design, the way people are doing that. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more cross-posting going on. Um, yeah. But really just start... Um, there, there was a lot of auditing and looking there. See, there you go. <laughs> There's actually a, a whole phase there. Um, I, I think also, yes, think of the opinionated design, but also think of the non-opinionated design. The, that actually interests me way more. Of like, yeah, great, this is minimalist. I love it. But I also love the idea of every agency having their own version of this. Every product been able to extend this. That, to me, solves a lot of problems that have happened for clients.
in the past. So that's interesting. That's really interesting in terms of the each agency going their own way. I, my, my intuition would have been in the opposite direction to have something which was standard. Well, for I mean, everybody. with colors. And yeah, with okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it, and also, like, we we always speak of like headless WordPress. Well, you wouldn't necessarily need to have that if you could right. choose a completely branded onboarding experience using existing WordPress components natively. So, um, I'll probably link in the show notes to a piece. It, it's not particularly new. It was um, July this year from Matthias, yeah. um, which is simply called Admin Design. It's on make.wordpress. Uh, and there's also org. more stuff on the WordPress design blog. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's, there's, there's loads. I just thought this was quite a good one because it shows yeah. at least a few, there's a few little screenshots of. Yeah. That's the consistent design tools. And design yep. tools were all of last year was how can we have consistent design interface tools and how can we just start um, really understanding like what is, um, a lot of them are like Figma, but what is like padding? What is like a range, range tool? What is this? And now we have those, we can start, like we have the components to then, yeah. And that was half a problem. We right. had like a hundred color pickers. Mm. Every plugin was using a different color picker. So. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, there we go. The admin redesign, um, I'll, I'll link to those uh, additional posts that we just raised on the screen and you can you can have a look at those for yourself. But yeah, an exciting, exciting development. But as Tammy says, it's it's, it's not going to drop on January the 1st. Let's put it that way. Um, well, not this year. <laughs> yeah, not, the, not in 2024. You never know. But it'll be a slow and iterative, iterative approach. That's why we love WordPress. And that's also one of the reasons why it can be frustrating at times because we all have to have a bit of buy-in and everybody gets a voice. So that's nice. Ultimately, okie doke. Anything else on that before we move on? Hold on. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. So let's go on to this one very quickly. This is again over at make.wordpress.org. This is a post by Akosmin. Oh, I don't know how to say that. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's called New Requirements for Setting Pages and Onboarding in Themes. There's obviously a meeting which took place a little over a week ago where some thoughts were shared about what is and what is not allowed when a WordPress theme is installed. I have this intuition that this might have been caused by the, oh, what was the theme? It's Mike McAllister's theme. Oh, um, the Ollie? Ollie, Ollie. The Ollie theme, because it was a bit of a brouhaha about that, because they, um, they had this onboarding wizard, which some people thought was okay, other people thought was not okay. Eventually, they pulled it and put that wizard into a separate plugin, and that seems to have satisfied people in as much as, you know, anybody can use that plugin now to have their own uh, onboarding wizard. But here are the here are the things which have been taken out of it. Uh, themes must use the admin underscore notices hook to provide any custom messages to the user. So these are just thoughts about what should happen. Uh, the admin notices must either be a one time. We all heard it one time or permanently dismissible. So it, you get one shot at it, or it's permanently dismissible. I don't know if the two things are the same or not, but anyway, this notice can be used to link to a settings page or start an onboarding process. Pop-ups are not allowed upon theme activation. And then we move on to the admin page. Theme Themes may optionally add custom sub-pages under appearances in the WordPress admin. Uh, they should only contain core WordPress UI elements. So nobody's going off in their own direction, making it difficult to understand what you're looking at. 
um, and match the WordPress admin design. Uh, themes must use the settings and options API when storing custom settings in the database. They're only allowed a single database option, uh, which would need to be an array for storing all sorts of other things as well. What is not allowed, the following features are not allowed as part of the admin menu or onboarding process. Demo imports, so you can't bring in a demo website. External calls, yeah, and tracking and affiliate links. I'm finding myself in agreement with pretty much all of this. Um, I don't see anything. Well, I'm not a theme developer. Maybe there's some of this which is going to be a little bit irritating if I am a theme developer. I don't know. But all of this seems sensible and tackling some of the problems that we had uh, in the community over the last few weeks. And there is, an, there is something down here about, as an example, the Ollie Dash plugin, which I just mentioned, um, it would not be allowed because of some functionality they've got built in. So in order to pass these new tests, if you like, uh, they would need to update something. Our goal is to put these requirements into place from the first of next month. Um, so very, 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 very soon. It's a bit technical, that one, but what do we think? Any thoughts on that? Open to you lot. I think sometimes you log into your dashboard and you can't see your actual content because there are so many notifications from plugins and themes and everything else on the page. And I'm not even just talking about the, the main page of the dashboard. You go to your plugins and all of the information above, like, don't forget to update and you've just done this. And you just, it's like pushes everything so far down that it actually, maybe it's microseconds, but it starts to feel like it adds up to actually be able, being able to access the things you're looking for. Uh, there was an old Saturday Night Live, like, funny thing about how, like, uh, so many things appear on the screen when the news anchors are there that they're suddenly in this tiny little box in the corner. And that's kind of how the dashboard was starting to feel, right? Like, where's the thing I'm actually trying to see, right? So I think it's a good thing that we are paying attention to what's important to put on there and giving access to the things that are still important, but don't, don't need to be in your face as soon as you, like, log into your dashboard. I guess this is just like it's just an it's evolution over time. N nobody when when the, the the theme repository opened up, nobody knew what ingenious things. I love that word ingenious. Let's go with that ingenious things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, theme and plugin developers would come up with um, given uh, what was available to them. And I think just over time, people have become dissuaded that certain things are good. You know, just too much of this and too much of that. Uh, too much color, too much, you know, too much whatever any yeah. company wants. And so tightening it up a little bit, certainly from my point of view as an end user, I, I'm entirely happy with that. But I are you know. sure ingenious I mean, is the word? Well, the, uh, ingenious <laughs> can go both ways. Yeah. You could be an ingenious master I mean, criminal. Yeah. <laughs> I work for a plugin and theme company and I find a lot of that annoying. So I think it just needs to be what is super important, what do you need to know right away, and then what can you access quickly because yeah. you want to. Yeah. I think it also is the point of themes do go really well with plugins and should go really well with plugins. So encouraging that you can have a theme that has a plugin, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that to me uh, is the way that... Um, I would like to see themes just be themes. I've kind of felt that way for quite a while. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm fully supportive of it. And I think as we're going more forward, 
it does see the easier for that to happen. And then it frees us for styling plugins and full experience plugins a little bit more. So that that to me is super exciting. I want to see the onboarding plugins. I want to see more of those. But I think because we've been forcing it to be in themes a little bit, we haven't seen so many of those. So I think it's a both a perspective. It can feel more limiting, but it also can be more freeing if you think about it in the plugin perspective as well, that it could be for all themes to be able to have that. So. Yeah. Thank you very much. Slobodan, anything you want to add? Well, current dashboard experience in WordPress, uh, I'm not, not what you talked about, Tammy, the new admin design, but what we have right now, I think if you get 100 people and ask them what that experience is, you get 100 different answers. And th this is not on the agenda, and I'm not going to go on a rant, I promise, but let's please not do that again. Let's please not have that happen again. And it's not just about the notices at the top. It's about the hijacking of everything inside WordPress. It, it's the nature of open source. I, I am going on a rant, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Feel free to join me. Enjoying Feel it. free to join me. <laughs> but uh, what drew me to WordPress, and this was 2007, was decisions, not options. How do we deviate so far from, from that? That was the most beautiful thing about WordPress, in my opinion. Now you log in and you have different publishing experience, different editing experience, different way to add. There's a thousand color pickers. And this started years ago with the teams that had unlimited color options. Like, what's an unlimited? It's a color picker. It's not un that had 800 Google fonts. Who needs 800 Google fonts? I I'm ending the rant soon, but I hope the new admin experience and the new admin design is going to be not the same thing for everyone, but the same kind of experience for everyone. Because right now, it's not great. And that's not WordPress's fault. But... Uh, the, the experience of using WordPress is what people see when they log into a WordPress website. And that, who designs that UX? And how many different people design what the user is getting to see in the dashboard? That is a huge problem, in my opinion, and hope, I really hope that's not going to be a problem moving forward. I recently set up, even with just basic WordPress, this is the last point of my rant, the, I, I set up a basic WordPress website with nothing, with no, maybe WooCommerce, in the dashboard, in the, the, what's it called? Admin bar at the yeah. top. There's edit site, there's edit page, there's customize, and there's settings. What am I supposed to do? And I've been using WordPress for 15 years, so I knew what they were. What is a new user supposed to think? I really hope, I really hope we get a better experience when it comes to that. Yeah, I always want things like that when I think of gaming. Uh, so mm -hmm. the first experience to me should be like, you know, when you start um, Tomb Raider or Zelda or any of the awesome games where they have amazing like onboarding experiences, but it's not just like click through, that's not an onboarding experience, that's like a slideshow, um, is where you learn by doing to start off with. And that is also what onboarding is slightly different from the admin redesign. I think that will come because um, it is part of the experience. Mm -hmm. Whether that comes through plugins, whether that comes through the native experience, I'm not going to observe. Um, but it's by having the native experience getting out of the way <laughs> enough and having established strong good practices to allow good practices, if that makes sense. Um, if if you set up an opportunity for failure, people are going to do that, right? Like it's the, <laughs> where, you know, if you just... 
and it is because there's there's an opportunity to put something somewhere someone's probably going to do that put something somewhere because you haven't said hey that's that's not maybe the best thing to do from user perspective and that's not patronizing it's just trying to raise the tide of the user experience for everybody and i think that's better yeah every week i try to find a nugget for the title and tammy you just said it uh this one's going to be called Opportunity for Failure. I love that. <laughs> Provide an opportunity for failure. People will take that. Yeah, it's so true. Um, yeah. Ati from Base is a nice point. He, uh, I think he just wants things to be a, a certain way. Uh, as much as I get how much... How to clarify possible. that, it's more what is the job to be done that you're doing. If right. you're trying to do different things with WordPress, you shouldn't see everything. It's There's a Swiss Army knife, like the ultimate... Um, there's like the joke in like every UX uh, talk, the ultimate Swiss army knife. And it's every single tool that you could possibly have from a Swiss army knife. And that's kind of what WordPress has become. Yeah. And we shouldn't do that. Yeah. That's yeah. what was being shared there. And that's the problem with having WordPress look the same for everybody is when you load it up, it's this giant tool that you can't use for everything. Oh, so that's like Thank you. good analogy. Yeah, Atif, I'll just I'll just add uh, this comment and then back to you, Slobodan. Uh, Atif says, as much I'm as I'm done with my rant, don't go back to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he's, uh, he's I have more. He's embargoed himself. Uh, as much as I get how much customizing WordPress, as much as I get how customizing to different WordPress, different scenarios, I think it's a sense of comfort and familiarity seeing the same dashboard when working on many different WordPress sites. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, is that one done? Are we? Can we move on? We'll do some non-WordPressy stuff. We've only got about twelve minutes left, so we'll just move on to some some silly other things. And uh, as is so typical of me, uh, I want to uh, want to raise things like the Fediverse and things like that. So here we go. Um, the first one up is if you're using uh, Messenger, which I actually do use. There's a few people that I communicate only in Messenger with. So this is a Facebook thing. Um, you've probably used it as a chat thing, but until now, it wasn't end-to-end encrypted. I, I, I have no intuition as to how it was, uh, how that data was stored. Maybe it was just held in there on their servers, but they're now going to be implementing end-to-end encryption. So that's a bit of a tick. Uh, they're going to use a bespoke version of the signal protocol, which to my understanding anyway, is kind of like the gold standard in doing uh, secure messaging. Um, but they're going to be storing it on their servers. So there's a permanent backup. So there is that little point of failure. I don't know why I obsess about this so much, but stuff like this, I think really matters. I don't really want Facebook becoming the only method of communication, but I'm in, I'm involved with a lot, quite a few clubs. I attend three clubs a week where I live. Um, two of them do everything in WhatsApp. You cannot be a part of these communities unless you are prepared to have a Facebook account and prepared to have a mobile phone with, with all of that Facebooky stuff on it. And I, I just, I don't want that to be the future. I don't want us to be beholden to a, any company. It doesn't matter what it would be. It would be automatic. It would be the same. I think we need these sort of open protocols. And so this feels like it's a step in the right direction. So it's something that's encrypted. I'm happy with that, but you know, um, there's that. Sorry, that was a rant. That was my rant, Slobodan. That was nothing compared to my. Oh no, you were much better. <laughs> you know, how do how do we get up to to uh, a reality where Zuckerberg is the most beloved tech entrepreneur? 
Uh, well, he's what? Happened. Well, he is. Like, Elon Musk is now the worst thing that happened to tech, according to most people. Nobody likes Bezos. Uh, Dorsey's out. And now Zuckerberg is like the good, reasonable, sensible guy. Well, I think all he had to do was keep his mouth shut for Exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> if he yep. says nothing, all the exactly. others just put their foot in it over and over again. That's <laughs> that, all it takes. That is yeah. exactly yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I don't okay. think good by default is the measure we're going here. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yes. But, but can, can I just ask that everybody gets signal? Just, just all download signal. Please, and start yeah, using that. Yeah, but the that. problem is someone's on Signal, then someone's on WhatsApp, then someone's on something else, and then you end up with like... I know, an it's iPhone. rubbish. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then we need the text yeah. app so that we can put exactly. another... Yeah, so we can layer cake like 58 all different one. messaging platforms. Owls. We yeah. need yeah. owls. That's a solution. <laughs> it's a solution, definitely. Anyway, so it was at least a nod in the right direction from Meta, a.k.a. Facebook. There's a little bit more news from the Facebook side of things, and this I really do like. Um, so Facebook have a rival to Twitter. It's been around, I don't know, maybe six months or something like that. It's called Threads. I don't use it. I think right at the beginning I maybe set up an account, but I don't know that I've logged in ever since then. They had this promise that they would use um, the ActivityPub protocol, which is the protocol sitting behind things like Mastodon and PixelFed, it's open source, um, automatic, recently have onboarded, um, um, oh my goodness, what's his name? Mati is it Matthias Pfeffer? Pfefferle, uh, I've forgotten his name. I'm so sorry. Um, he's, he's an automatician now and he's, he's full time on the ActivityPub protocol to turn your WordPress site into a, uh, a first class citizen on the Fediverse. So now... Facebook Threads is rolling out support. That means if you've got a Mastodon account, uh, you can communicate with people over on Threads and they can communicate with you and there isn't any buy-in. Now, it's being rolled out slowly, but that's promising. Now, my hope is that people using things like Mastodon will revel in the fact that they've got no ads and no algorithm and they will bask in that warm glory of no algorithm trying to game your attention. I'm guessing that on the thread side, even though they're using ActivityPub, they'll be punctuating it with ads and it will be, you know, I don't know what their implementation is, but I, I'm pleased that they did this. Open source stuff. This is the way to do it, Tammy. This is your owl, ActivityPub. <laughs> if, we all st if we all start to use ActivityPub, then we're is all good. Is this for direct messages, right? It can be. It's like, it's so... So Mastodon, which is an implementation yeah. of yeah. ActivityPub, it's yeah. a, it's an absolute swap out for Twitter. Uh, okay. If but, people are on there, it is. Yeah, yeah, but this is between Threads and and uh, and Mastodon to send direct yeah. messages, but so SMS. But then again, so, you need your community there, and I think this okay. is the problem: is where is your community? Um, and if your community isn't on there, your community mm. is on. Uh, Right, like the, you are forced to use the application where your community is, and I think what I like is the option for you to choose to use your application, and then the com your community comes to you, which is what this slightly hints to. Yes, that, yes, and that from someone that and I my roots are in Buddy Press, and that kind of was like bring your stuff to you. Um, that makes me excited um, because I have communities in way too many different places. And I don't tend to them because, unfortunately, I just get tired. Um, so, yes, 
I'm very skeptical still because I think a lot of um, people go back to X. Uh, you have to say X. Uh, that's what I feel you have to it's say. It's Twitter. <laughs> you have to say it like with a grumpy voice, though, because it seems to make everyone grumpy using it. It really <laughs> yeah. does. Like Twitter was like a cute little bird. X is like making everyone grumpy. Um, <laughs> It really is. It really is as well. It does. Just yeah. more revelations today. Grumpy. Oh. <laughs> um, but still, that seems where people are. And it, it's like it or not. Um, same as there's people on TikTok, right? It's, it's finding that way to have your community served how you want. I, I still, in my heart, believe is the way forward. So, yeah. yeah. It, it, imagine that there was like twitter and then there was a rival to twitter basically what you're seeing here is that those two things have now decided on a common protocol to talk to each other so even though you need a f facebook account to get or well, an instagram account i believe it is to get onto threads instagram now you account. can talk to yeah. all the other people who are on mastodon mm -hmm. so i've got a mastodon server which you mm -hmm. are free and welcome to use i'll happily onboard you it's called wpbuilds.social and then you're on the Fediverse with that account, and now you can talk to people in threads as well and everybody yeah. else on Mastodon. There's a few wrinkles, but it's pretty good. And that is my happy place now, is to log into Mastodon and just look at the un-algorithmic feed of stuff that mm. you actually want to read because you're interested in the people, not some advert. Um, somebody did a survey last week that I read, and they said that they were scrolling through Facebook, and they counted seventy-four percent of it was in some way commercial or sponsored. Oh. And Facebook just thought, is just not awful. Seventy. Anyway, yeah, okay, right. That's my little rant. Um, but very quickly, in line with all of that, the uh, the folks over at the W three C. Oh, praise the W three C for all their greatness. They they've also decided that we've had enough of Twitter. We're off. And they've decided, where are they going? They're going to Mastodon. Very sensible they are too. So you can find them and I'll link to that in the show notes. And lastly, I think one of our panelists said, what could possibly go wrong when I showed this? This is, a, uh, this is like a place to store your brain. It's open source. It's like Evernote, but in it's the It's like a black era. mirror. It reminds me more of Obsidian. It's more of Obsidian than it Evernote. It is like, just like Obsidian. But there is yeah. something about it which I like a little bit more. I've started. Do you own your it. own data, uh, like yes. your vaults, like yep. Obsidian? Okay. You can back it up with LogSec. If you wish to mm. back it up, you can use their server. I think it's five dollars a month. I haven't been doing that because that's if, less worrying. If you own your yeah. own vaults, like Obsidian, then that's less like oh my goodness, twitching for a hat. Yeah, exactly. So it's a bit like that. It's just a really nice implementation, free, open source with the option yeah. to back up to their cloud. But I couldn't even find, it took me ages to find that. So they're not pushing that monetization of it down your throat. It, it's yeah. worth a look. If you if you want a place to dump all of your content, you know, you can have those spider diagrams where all of the yeah. different things connect and, and it looks really impressive until you sort of go, I don't understand any of that, but it looks <laughs> great. Probably in 1982, I thought something about something and now it's connected with lines. Well, I don't know why, um, but it, it's a nice project. Have a look at it. And the very final thing before we move towards our little uh, Christmas wishes is, is this. I love these things. Uh, so this is visual only. If you're doing the audio podcast, I'm sorry about this. We are presented with a chessboard. It looks like a mini chessboard. And there are some, some squares that are dark and there are some squares that are light. And one of them is labeled A and it's dark. And another one is labeled B and it's light. But it's not. 
It's just, I cannot get my head around it. So A and B are exactly the same color. No, they're not. I don't care if it's true. That's not the same dress. It's, it's that, that cylinder that's throwing that, that shadow that's oh, throwing no, it all I, off. I get it. I totally get <laughs> that it's that. But it's it, it's just one of those things that my brain, ref even given, I even went and put a collar picker on it. And it is exactly the same. They're, they're all 787878. Seven, seven, they are the same. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not the same. And I don't want my brain to trick me like that. Uh, I just think stuff like that. Is I want to go to a magic show with you. I think that would be fascinating. Oh, I uh, I would be like, oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be no fault. Let's do it. Let's but start with the same word camp. We're magic there, shows. There you go. Silly thing to end the show. That's it. That's all we've got I time for. It. Before we finish properly, though, I don't know if you guys want to share anything that you're doing over Christmas or anything like that. You're taking a bit of a holiday. I'm going to take a break. Uh, by the way, uh, Tammy, you said the word Zelda in your last mm. little bit. That's a word I'm not allowed to say in my house, because if right. I say the word Zelda, I get like an hour-long diatribe from one of my children about <laughs> everything to do with Zelda. And I can get like three minutes into that conversation, and then it's like, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. Beautiful. It is. Be oh, yeah. But even the, the music's beautiful, isn't it? It's just calming. Sure, escapism. But the second game, very frustrating bosses. Um Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not. It's a. It's verboten in my house. Um. Okay. So I'm taking a couple of weeks off. This will be the last show that we do until January the something. I'm going to say the eighth, but that's a guess. Might not even be a Monday. Uh. But around then, somewhere yes, it around. It is the eighth. Oh, is it? Oh, 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 we got the schedule. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I totally aced. I was it. just looking to see who's who's co-hosting with oh. you. We don't have anybody. So is I'm it really the eighth? I could have. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm feeling so pleased with myself. Um, but that's, I'm going to spend time with my family, chill out, yeah. take a bit of time out, mm -hmm. switch the, uh, switch all the devices off. Yeah. Might leave this beauty switched on though. Oh, this is what, what is that? It's my phone. I've ditched the, I've ditched the really, back, I've ditched the clever phone. phone. I've gone back to the, it's got numbers. No way. Yes way. And it's way There's better. owls in it. It's There's like, owls in comes. You it can is even, so much better. I've read go, four books. In this, yep. I have to jump off. I have another no. meeting in one see minute. So. Right. Michelle, we'll, 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 we'll see you soon. Okay. No, it's great. Oh, it's okay. absolutely fabulous. I'm absolutely I can imagine. It. But yeah. that's what I'm going to do with my holiday. So what about you, Slobodan? Anything to mention? Uh, flying back to Serbia for a few weeks. Uh, I'm from Serbia, living in Portugal. Uh, Actually, I didn't mention this, but I'm on the organizing team for WordCamp Porto uh, next. This is the first time I'm doing this, so I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm, I'm in charge of international sponsors. If you have any, send them my way. Uh, just flying back to Serbia, relaxing with the family there. Not, not much else. I need a break. This has been a very eventful year. Yeah, I think I, I share your concern. I need a break. I'm going to take some time out and rest. Tammy, what about you? I am going to be probably, I like tinkering over Christmas holidays, but also I'm going to be doing some knitting. My offline thing is I like doing like knitting uh, because I don't know if that's the hand signal for knitting. Yeah, it is now. Uh, it's the one I'm going to use uh, just because I'm not using a screen then, um, uh, but also just like creating some stuff. It's kind of nice to do. Um, yeah, just kind of taking some time away and just uh, recharging a little bit by doing that and creating some offline stuff. Yeah. Otherwise. It's amazing how many people in my life have, uh, have made the same connection. You know, they want, they want less electricity in their lives, basically. 
Um, and yeah. so Christmas is a time where everybody's got the time off. So more, more down. I try and do knitting every day, yeah. knitting or crochet, just because even if you do like call them out 20 minutes, it's like a little meditation, but it yeah. forces me to not use a screen. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I totally sympathize. Yeah. I get it. That's the endeavor yeah. behind this, this little beauty, which by the way is made yeah. by Caterpillar. Oh. But I get mittens at the end of mine. Do you have your yeah. <laughs> No, I, I get. Oh, no, I don't even care. Oh, Robbie. I'm going to start knitting. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's it. That's all we've got time for this week. Um, sorry, Slobodan. Sorry, Tammy. We always do this thing at the end where we raise our hands so that I why can do, make a Why company. are you apologizing? Oh, I don't know. I always apologize. It's the I think he needs way. to apologize. If you're not sure okay. what to say, you, you either talk about the weather or you apologize. So okay. there we go. Give us a smile. Give us a wave. Thank you. Got it. Captured. Um, we will be back, as I said, next year. I really appreciate the participation this week of Michelle, of Slobodan, of Tammy. You will certainly get an invite to come back. Hopefully, you'll take me up on that. Really appreciate it. Quick knitting comment. Knitting is the yes, analog form so of programming. Good. Oh. Yep. All right. Interesting. You're following a program when you are following knitting. If you look at a, pro, a, a knitting pattern, it's basically programming language. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Rob Cairns says, uh, happy Christmas to everyone. Courtney also wants to know if it can play snake. No, there's no snake. It does okay, not then do snake. Just get one that plays snake. No, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. We will be back in the new year. Have a lovely time. We'll see you soon. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.